Okay, so today I'm talking with uh, Brian. Brian is um, back in the area. He has an exciting position that he's doing. And Brian, why don't you uh, introduce yourself and tell us what that is and who you are? Okay. Well, Travis, first, thank you for having me. Um, It's great to be back in the area. I'm born and raised here in this area, so this is coming home for me. Prior to coming back to Virginia, I've been in New York and Long Island um, working with New York Adult and Teen Challenge, and it is a fantastic ministry that is focused on helping um, people that have life-controlling issues, and um, I did a, I wore a lot of hats with that ministry, uh, writing grants and doing intakes and, you know, the program supervisor running the basic operations of it. And an opportunity came up for uh, us to come back home and continue to do what we were doing there, uh, but kind of bring what we learned um, back to this area. And we thought, you know, this this has to be God because we didn't want to come back here um, for these years because there wasn't anything that was similar to what we were doing. And my wife and I really love what we do. So I currently work for Northern Virginia Teen Challenge as the director uh, under Mike and Cindy Zello. And uh, we I have known um, Pastor Mike and Cindy for about 10 years. And um, we reconnected a few years back and started having some conversations about the different struggles with dealing with the ministry and trying to help people. So, uh, you know, we just made a decision to come back. We took some time to think about it. It wasn't rushed. Uh, probably about a year to, to make the decision whether we were going to come back. And, and so we're here. Okay, okay. Well, tell me, how can people help the ministry? You mentioned that. Well, um, we are doing a, a, a re, uh, revamping of the ministry and um, kind of bringing some ideas and some of my experiences in and Pastor Mike and them uh, joining forces and we're kind of, you know, creating a new a new thing here. Um, you know, it's, it, Teen Challenge has always been, um, but we are making adjustments to uh, really meet the need of what's going on. So, um, you know, if, if, if anyone wants to help Teen Challenge, we, we really ask that you go visit us on our website um, and understand what we're really doing and understand our need. Um, we service men and women, and we actually service single women who have babies. Mm. Um, and so that is that is an awesome, awesome responsibility um, that uh, Pastor Mike and Pastor Cindy have really pioneered this opportunity for this area, and it is a absolutely precious ministry. Uh, when I walked through that property and I saw those women and those beautiful little babies down there, I thought, man, this is God-ordained, and this is something that I just, I really feel I want to be a part of. Um, so that's the women's side. The men's side, we are uh, doing some renovations and relaunching and getting the place together, and we have a um, different things that we're doing right now to kind of raise funds for the ministry. We made some investments in furniture and we're going to do like a fundraiser where if anyone wants brand new furniture that came out of New York, uh, we got some good stuff and, and I promise you, you won't be able to meet the, meet the deals. Okay. So that's one, that's, one, that's one thing that we're doing there and, uh, you know, the stuff is priced to go. And 
so we, we need somebody to come pick it up, get it out the way so we can get some more and keep on. Okay. <laughs> All right, but, now uh, let me ask you this, Brian. Let me let me stop you right there because you, you kept saying uh, about this ministry, we do this in this ministry. Well, to some people, when you use this word ministry, that's like Christianese. Give me okay. another word of what that means.
seeing people get healed and seeing people go back into the world and be able to handle things and take care of the kids and and it's just there is you can't put a price on the joy and the satisfaction that you get from being a part of seeing someone move forward in their life in that way okay well brian so what do you say to the person and i've spoken to many people they'll say well you just didn't have a strong mind if people have a strong mind they can recover themselves they don't need the church okay well i i simply say that it's a spiritual battle it's a spiritual problem addiction is a spiritual problem and it needs a spiritual solution mm. and, and if you don't you know stop not if when a person becomes addicted to stop using is not the same thing as being delivered from it oh get into that tell us what the difference is so see i can control is, my cigarette smoking i can wear a patch um you know, i can wear a patch you know so i got it under control i could i can even i have my porn addiction under control someone may say look i used to look at it every day i only look at it half the time now sure sure and so you know that's that's just putting a band-aid it's it's, it's in the back i tell people all the time because i i like to use word pictures i'm like okay so your your issue is in the background doing push-ups waiting for the right scenario to come right back and so you know you really have to look at what you want out of life and whether or not you just want to put a pause on it or you really want to understand it. and it's all about how you perceive and how you focus on the things that happen because you know drugs aren't a problem all by themselves. drugs are the thing that people have to go to because life has become unmanageable and they can't process things the right way so there has to be a a holistic approach to how you heal because you need to know that this world is going to offer problems. There are going to be situations. There are going to be stress. There's going to be things that are going to come on a daily basis. And if you don't process those things right and you sit there and you meditate on the, the wrong things, the bad things, the hurt, then eventually you're going to go to something to provide some type of comfort because none of us like to be uncomfortable. And if you're not focused on true healing, if you're not focused on the Lord, if you're not focused on the one that can get you out of this by giving you a word that can show you that you're not alone, you know, your pathway may be unique, but we all struggle. We're all in this the same. We all fail. That's what we have in common. So mm. how do you get back up? Wow. So you're saying that you have found that solution on how to get back up. Is that what I you're have, telling me? And, 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 I, and, I, and I'm not saying that I don't still have struggles and I'm not saying that things aren't tough. What I am saying is I deal with them so much better than what I used to. Oh, wow. Wow. Now, that's that's good. I'm glad that you said that and that's real. Uh, one of the things I tell people um, myself when I take time and I'm uh, helping someone along in a journey who asks for my help and is willing, I let them know and one thing I've learned is that this is a journey and hey, you may take five steps forward and do one step back, but that does not make you a failure. So I do also, also let them understand that the foundation, their hope, is in the person 
of Jesus Christ. I do not practice religion. Religion does not change you. That does not help you. That does not, as you use the word, deliver you. Okay? But it is, I agree, it is, the, the root is spiritual, and a lot of times, what we see, we end up seeing the, the manifestation in the physical. Are you there with me? Yes, sir. I'm here. Yeah. So that's uh, that's one of the things that I'm glad that you broke down to us even more. Now, um, you talked about your life and you know how you deal with things now, much better than you did before. I don't know if you want to get into uh, or if you can get into some details, but um, what? If this is what you believe God has called you to do, um, did your occupation or your present vocation, uh, whatever that is, did that help you see this even more or put more of a fire in you to do this? Absolutely. Um, it, it really did. I, um, You know, like I said, I've, I've done so many different things in my life. Um, I was actually uh, law enforcement for big part of my life. Oh, you was the popo. I was the popo. Okay. Any uh, particular was, area in that uh, law enforcement? Actually, in the area of Northern Virginia, where I'm right back at right now. No, well, I, well, when I say area, I'm talking about was it um, traffic tickets, drug enforcement, you know, those type of special units they call them. I was a vice narcotics detective. Oh my gosh! Oh my boy, my boy got skills too. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh! I was. I was. Man, so tell us more about that, man. So um, that was um, um, something I I started doing. Uh, law enforcement was what you know, as a as a young man, it was the only thing that I wanted to do. Okay. Um, it was, you know, I wasn't, um, I wasn't a, a top-notch student in, in in school. I mean, you know, I probably did homework maybe five times, but I was a B student. I just, you know, I was smart, but I just didn't like school. Oh yeah, old and, school used to call that lazy. Yeah, yes, you could call it that. Okay, my, that, dad, that's what the, my dad would tell you that too. Okay, yeah, old school would say that. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We're not impressed. That's just lazy. That's <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> So, you know, but when I got into the field of law enforcement, it, it really, um, I, I just fell in love with it. And, and here I am, you know, learning this stuff and getting the best grades. And, you know, and I'm like, man, I found something that I really like to do. So I started, you know, around the age of 18, working in different security places and different, you know, getting my experience that way. And then I, I, I entered into the law enforcement with a local department and I um, started working in the jail and um, you know it just came easy to me like I felt like you know um, you know somebody told me one of the old timers told me early on they said you know you'll have a you'll have a successful career with dealing with these with, with these different types of people going through different types of problems if you treat everybody like they're your relatives mm, and what does that mean why would you do that because I want, if I'm dealing with my uncle, I'm going to remember that he needs to be treated fairly. I'm going to want someone to treat my uncle fairly. If I'm dealing with my aunt, if I'm dealing with my mother, if I'm dealing with my father, my younger brother, my sister, I always overlay that.
keep me mindful of the fact that these are people with families and just going through problems. This isn't, you know, cops on TV. This isn't cops and robbers. These are real situations and real people. And how would I want someone to treat my people, my family? Ah, so it sounds like uh, the bottom line, that's, uh, I'm going to throw this at you again. So old school would call that respect. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I think, you know, there was a lot of situations that I dealt with, a lot of things that I went through within law enforcement that just being able to talk to people. And you would be surprised the people in this world that do not have the ability to just talk to somebody and treat them and de-escalate a situation. Mm. You would be amazed, especially in law enforcement. And it's, wow. uh, it's you know, if you just took a second and spoke kindly and, and, and people will respect that. Well, so I, moved through, I moved through my career, um, got into vice narcotics and I'll tell you that um, I grew up in the church, um, you know, grew up with, with praying mother, praying father, stayed in church all my life and it turned into one of those situations where, you know, I was paid to go out and do things that were outside of the character of how I was raised. Oh, okay. Now, Brian, stop right there. We're going to take a pause, okay. and then I'm, we're going to come back, and we're going to get more into that, okay? Okay, sounds good. All right, appreciate that, man.